Welcome back, Big Talk Nation, to another episode of the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is Warren's second album, Cherry Pie. Cherry Pie. Well, then why are you playing Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich, man? Because <laughs> that's what they were after <laughs> the first album. All right. Janie Lane, the cherry pie guy. The cherry pie guy. Do right, some dude, business. Let's talk about it. Started, let's man. talk about it. Oh, you waiting for me? Are you yeah. waiting for me? At BigTalkCG.podcast for TikTok and Instagram. At BigTalkCG on Twitter. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube. At the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. That's yes, Greg with... Three G's, one in front, two in the back. <laughs> Hell yeah. Warrant, second album. Cherry Pie. Love it. Now, this is one of your obviously favorite uh, bands, Greg. Uh, Cherry Pie. Uh, Raymond, do you remember when this album came out? Were Hell you, yeah. Were you like uh, crazy? Were you still at that crazy, infatuated, fanatical level with warrant at this album as you were with the first one when it came out yes definitely was i was working at the warehouse records and video at the time so i got a discount when i purchased this cd or cassette sorry cassette how about before everything went cd yeah (laughs) oh not long so yeah so this is the lead off track cherry pie um with the iconic music video with Bobby Brown later, Bobby Brown Lane married Janie Lane about a year after the video or so. Um, she was um, she really got her big, well, obviously 13-time Star Search winner. I mean, we can't talk about Cherry Pie the, without talking about this music video. Okay. Bobby Brown, 13-time uh, Star Search spokesmodel winner, 13 in a row. She was in a couple other music videos, most notably Once Bitten, Twice Shy by Great White. Yes. But this was the one that took her to the threat of fear. Oh, yeah. And being a guy of a certain age when this came out, it was music to my eyes. Watching the music video as as sexual as it was and misogynistic, it was just like, yeah, can you play it back to back? I couldn't get enough of it, man. Everything from the fire hose. The cherry pie dropping in the lap. I know I'm talking over the next song. I just couldn't get enough of it. And of course, Bobby Brown was just super fox uh, during that time when this album came out in 1990. And uh, man, couldn't get enough of it. September 1990, that video was out. That single was out. MTV, heavy rotation. Hell yeah. And I don't care. We've all seen the interviews with Janie Lane, him saying, I wish I would have never wrote that song. I wish I would have, I could put a gun to my head and all that kind of stuff. I kind of heard there was a follow-up interview to that where it was on YouTube, uh, and he said he was going through his divorce. His mother had just passed away. You know, his substance abuse problems. He was just in a bad moment in time. They sit him down in this chair, start drilling him with questions. He does, it just kind of came out, but he says, dude, I'm fine. Like, mentally, I'm fine. Everything's great. I wish I could write another song that was on everything you ever saw, and you could be popular, but yeah. 
So I just want to throw all of that kind of stuff out. A little long-winded, but let's talk about Uncle Tom's Camet track two. You can tell us all about this. Well, you know, this was supposed to be what the album was all about before Cherry Pie came around. No, this was the first single for that. No. The album was supposed to be called Uncle Tom's Cabin. No. Okay. Well, I'll tell the story then. So, Yeah, the, tell the wrong story so okay. I can correct you. So the album had gotten written. Uncle Tom's Cabin was the name of the album. Uncle Tom's Cabin was supposed to be the lead-off wrong. single. It was supposed to be the lead-off. And the record label said, we don't hear that big single. We want something that's a cross between... Pour some sugar on me and love in an elevator, and we don't hear it. That's what the guy wanted. Yeah. So he went back, and in 15 minutes on the back of a fucking pie, uh, a pizza box, wrote Cherry Pie. Real quick. They went in and recorded. Uh, I think it was Jerry and Eric were at some celebrity golf tournament. Uh, doing, yeah. doing uh, And so they had to come back and record Cherry Pie. Now, instead of it being Uncle Tom's Cabin, which is the strongest song on this album and maybe the best song he ever wrote, Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's no longer Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's now Cherry Pie. Lead off singles, Cherry Pie. The lead off videos, Cherry Pie. The cover is now Cherry Pie. The album's Cherry Pie. And as he said so famously, I'm the Cherry Pie guy. So yeah. it flipped. And, and now I'm doing Cherry Pie eating contest. Yeah, just because uh, the. I mean, but you know what? During this time period, this is what the music uh, was about was Cherry Pie. I love this song, Uncle Tom's Cabin. It tells a great story. The music goes along with it. Um, but man, it was supposed to be this, and I think it's a great song. And man, I can't get enough of this song. It's one of their best music videos. Uh, uh, Janie Lane's brother plays the intro on this yeah. one, the, the acoustic guitar. Uh, Eric Oswald. Yep, and man, best song on the album. There you go. I agree with you, the best song on the album. I love it. They previewed it on their last tour, Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stinking Rich. They said, hey, we're going to play a new song. It's going to be on the next album. Yes, Chris. Yes for everything but the name of the album. The name of the album was Love and Stereo. I've never, what, I've never heard that. I've never that seen that. That was the one that they were. They took to the record company. They put it on there. They had uh, artwork, Love and Stereo. That's what right when they said, I don't hear the hit single that we need, the Pour Some Sugar on Me, the Love and the Elevator. I'm hoping that they were never at any point going to release that song as a single, though. That wasn't. I hope that wasn't on the. Was that on the table too to release "Love is Stere- Love in Stereo" I, as a single? Because that is. I'm not sure. That's not. I don't like that song. It's not a very good song. Uh, I we, do. We I may, love it. We may disagree. Um, but man, two for two right here. Cherry pie. Yeah. Way great to open it. Starting off with that dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking rich right into cherry pie. Took him all the way to the top. Uncle Tom's Cabin. Strong song. Huge. Great music video all over MTV. And then right into I Saw Red. A beautiful, bittersweet ballad, and man, it, it this one, when you know the story, kind of you know behind it's a true story. Um, yeah. If you want to, you know, hear the story, we already talked about it on on a, another episode we did about Warrant, but basically caught his girlfriend and best friend in bed while they were recording their first album, and had a mental breakdown, yeah. uh, and there, uh, yeah. So that song came out of this. I'm sure it sucks thinking about that thought and singing this song you know but if you can get over it you can get over it and just appreciate it like every rose has its thorn same thing you know same situation so i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you chris on uncle tom's cabin it starts off it rocks tells a great story great video 
I love it, and it's just not a tongue-in-cheek like Uncle Tom's Cabin. It's a little story yeah. that you have to imagine in your head about it. Same thing with this one. Now that you know it's kind of a true story, you kind of do really don't want to imagine it, but yeah. it, it hurts the most because, you know, if eight out of ten people's gone through all this kind of bullshit before where you had your heart broken because you saw somebody else kissing, making love, googly eyes, dancing with a different partner or somebody new, and it just kills you to fucking death. So, oh, yeah. We'll, oh, yeah, for we'll sure. We'll agree this. So, Janie, you put your heart, you put your emotion in this fucking song, and it rocks. It it tells that story and empathy, and I, I love it. And this is one of those songs I love it. And I even love the acoustic version. Oh, which, yeah, which dude, is for sure. They've also released a few times, and that itself is fucking, it takes the song and it lifts it up for me. And I it, think they even in concert they do a little bit more acoustic and then kind of break into the the everybody in the band playing. Yeah, I I I agree with every single thing you say, and even to just kind of dogpile on what you said about the acoustic version. To me, this is MTV ready. This is radio ready. This version, but that acoustic version of just Janie and a guitar makes it feel so much more personal. And it can be much more personal to the listener as well, because it's just you listening to him play a guitar and sing. And I think it's great, the acoustic version. This one's great. I like it when it kind of rips right here a little bit. It's good stuff, dude. Three for three on the, this album. Oh, great, fuck yeah, Great follow-up to their debut, Cherry Pie. I can't get enough of it, dude. It's great. You know, I'm going to say something real quick about Cherry Pie. Yes, it is overplayed, but I do love it. For what it's worth, sorry, Janie, if you felt that you're the cherry pick pie guy. Um, Uncle Tom's Cabin, same thing, man. There's so much love and emotion and storytelling that it's just not you're talking about bullshit. It's just you're telling the story. This very emotional, heartbreaking, fucking great. And I love the acoustic. I love the regular version. Both yeah. of them, yeah. awesome. You're right, Chris. Three for three for me. All right. Ready to go? I went. I didn't wait for the answer. No, <laughs> I wasn't, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to hear the acoustic version. You now. know what? I, dude, we're gonna. How many times are we gonna say this when we listen to some of our favorite bands and that just have really good, maybe not killer killer tracks? You know, one through ten, one through twelve, but good solid albums. We're gonna say how much we love these songs. And right now, Better Roses, four for four, dude. This song is. Tells another story. Janie can tell a great story. Right. And I love the story that he tells in this this song, dude. It's 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 great. It just shows how great of a songwriter he was. He doesn't get credit, doesn't get his due because of the style of music they play. But man, Better Roses is just fucking killer. I love it, dude. I love Thank it. Thank you, I Chris. Love I love that you said that, man. That was cool. You're right. He is telling a different story about a girl. That he's seen, and not that he's trying to date her or fuck her or do anything with it, but just sees her and she's struggling, and he believes that she should be on a, a pedestal or a bed of roses. Yeah. And she's having a hard time, and that's the story of it. Fucking good. Love it, man. Yep. And, you know, I, I kind of play this game in my head. Um, bed of roses. Three bands have made the song 
called Bed of Roses. Yeah! Uh, Warrant, Bon Jovi, and Lynch Mob. And I, sometimes I say to myself, who has the best song called Bed of Roses? And I go around and around on that because they're all great and they're all different. great songs and they're so different. But man, I, I go around and go, oh, which one was best? And usually it's the one I'm listening to at the time because that's the one I think about. I go, oh man, the Warrant one is the best. <laughs> But you know, yeah. you listen to Bon Jovi, you go, that one's the best. Lynch you know Mom, what, you know what, best. Chris? We should, we should cut a little short and do all three songs. Okay. And just make it a short. So like a little quick five-minute song. We'll call them, we'll figure out what we're going to call it. We're, we're going to do that. And we'll we'll pull two or three songs that have the same title and do a little something. I like that. There I you like go. that, Chris. There you go. Behind the curtain of how Big Talk Podcast makes their decisions <laughs> on the air live. In front of the whole nation. Yeah, we we'll do it, man. We're gonna now, do it. this is one of the songs that Janie had help writing. Um, is credit as Bonnie Hayes and Janie wrote this song together. Because he's done Cherry Pie. He did Uncle Love's Cabin. He said, I Saw Red. Those were all Janie Lane songs. Mm-hmm. Now, on this one, he's adding a, another person to help him out. Hey, he asked. Maybe he didn't ask for help. But maybe he did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bought him in, love it. Yeah, it, it, Bo Hill again. He felt like you know it added to the song. Yeah, songwriters not going to bring someone in if they don't feel like they have something to actually add and contribute and make the song matter. Maybe Bonnie brought the song from here to here. We don't know. Yeah, but Janie thought that she was good enough at whatever she was going to do and bring to the table. She was going to add enough to to take that song to. And I love this little ending. You never get this like on the music video or anything. This part is gone. Or when you hear it on the radio, maybe on XM you hear it. They play this. But regular radio, what do they call it? Terrestrial radio? Yeah. That's how they call it? You don't ever hear this little end part. And you know what? Sometimes when I hear them, when they're gang singing those the chorus, I almost say to myself every time, God, they're this close to being off key. Which <laughs> makes it so much better to me because it's like, oh my God, dude, it's just... Oh, that's awesome. You're like, oh, this time? I just love it, dude. Just all these things go through my head because, and I'm sure yours too, because we're both crazy about music and just weirdos about it. And man, I love it, dude. You ready to go to the next song? This one's over. Let's go. I like that you said off key because definitely me and you sing a lot of off key. Greg, I've never heard you sing off key. Every time you can go back to every, every time you've ever sang on this show, this podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. Yeah, greatest podcast in the world. A uh, little off key. Yeah, little off key. It, it depends on how Maybe. many. It depends on how many beers I'm having. How many off key? I, ah, oh. The off key singing of Greg on the Big Tack Podcast, brought to you by Golden Road Brewery. All right. <laughs> you know we're gonna we're gonna do song five from Cherry Pie. Sure, feels good to me. Definitely sexual. Definitely great. Nice, fast, love it. They picked up from Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stinking Rich, and brought it up again with all their sexual songs, and love it. I love this song. Uh, you said everything I was gonna so say. Sad. I love it. Um, it's fast. It's quick. It's two and a half minutes. The length of the song goes just perfect with right. It feels good to me. It's it's a ripper. Uh, it's 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 almost um, 
like when we do uh, when we did our episodes on LA Guns, we were talking about Phil Lewis, how sometimes he's not just singing, he's screaming, he's getting a little extra. In this song, that's what Janie's doing. He's singing, but he's getting a little extra, a little extra yell in there, dude. And killer fits in the song because it sure feels good to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this also was a, a Janie Lane song, but he had help on it too. Um, Johnny B., uh, Danny Stag, they're the ones that helped Janie wrote the song, so he also had help with this. You never know, maybe he just needed help mm-hmm. with some lyrics or needed help with some riffs, whatever it is, man. You Love know, it. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to mention that I kind of got so into my cherry pie discussion on the leadoff track. We went halfway into Uncle Tom's Cabin and probably didn't give that song the justice that it should have. But just to go back to cherry pie again, anyways, uh, the guitar solo for that song. Played by CC Deville from C. Poison. CC Deville of Poison. Apparently, Janie and uh, CC were really good friends, really close friends, and came in and did it as a favor or whatever. And, and I think that Warrant was trying to get on the Poison tour. They thought if we can maybe get wow. CC to come in and play on our album, maybe that'll give it kind of the nudge that we need to uh, kind of get on tour with Poison. I agree with you. That's a that's. But a, what a great a great solo that song. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Track six, Love in Stereo. Greg's favorite song on the album. No, 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 no. It's a great song, man. It tells a good story. About it, two girls and sex. What the hell do you want to talk about, Chris? It's so, I don't know. It's a little uh, cheesy for you? Yeah, maybe a little. Texas. It's a little silly. All right. It's a little silly. This is rock and roll, baby. It is. You got to be silly. It is. Uh. But you Two know, women it, before, it's but I'm got, an it's, it's got that kind of more raucous feel of sure feels good to me. Uh, I like the um, like jangled uh, keyboard piano that plays in the song. Really adds to it. It gives it more of a... Uh, I always call it honky-tonk. Yeah, like a honky-tonk. I always you. say honky-tonk. It gives it more of a um, more depth of a sound. A little something different. Makes you kind of think about it a little bit. Yeah, and um, Warren's- it's not my favorite, but it's still a good song. Like I said, the top—they're all good songs. There's none of them that I would throw out of here, but Love War- and Stereo's at the bottom on my list. Turing keyboardist, uh, his name was Scott Warren. He did a lot of keyboards on this album. Oh yeah, yeah, you are absolutely correct. Um, along with Bo Hill. Yeah, along with Bo-, Bo Hill. Bo Hill always has got to chime in with his keyboards on every album he produced. Love and Stereo. He. <laughs> Great producer, great musician. Uh, love it, dude. Love it, man. Greg's air guitar and over there. Let's get Greg some air guitar time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Busting out with the piano. Love it. I'm Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. All right, you ready to go? No, I like to get down with the, the solos. Yeah, go ahead. You know, what can we say? Blind Faith. Um, I think this was the fourth single of this album. I'm going to say yes. I think you are uh, correct. I can find they, out for you. They definitely put a lot. Yes. Excuse me. A lot of money into this video. A uh, little black and white. Models. Uh, the band playing. Uh, this was this was supposed to. This ballad was supposed to be bigger than heaven. I don't think how. I don't see it. No, but 
It's still a good ballad. I love it. Um, and what can I say is just it, blind faith. You got to have faith in a relationship of it working or not working. Mm-hmm. You you meet somebody, you start things off, everything is always not 100%, but, you know, you got to have blind faith and it goes forward or goes backwards. That's how I think of it. I love it. I agree with everything you said. Um, yes, and it was the number four release. Um, Cherry Pie was the first release, hit number 10. Uh, Uncle uh, I Saw Red was the number two release, hit number 10 as well. Two top tens right off the album. And nice. they kept that formula, rocker ballad, rocker ballad. Uncle Tom's Cabin was number three, hit 78. And Blind Faith, this song right here, hit uh, 88. And um, I'm going to tell you what, dude. I love this song. I love this song. Um, reminds me of my wife. You know, got to have blind faith, and uh, I have it. And uh, like he says, um, I'm not sure I deserve a woman so, so true, but I love that you think I do. What more can you say, right? Yeah. Got to have blind faith. You got to jump in with both feet. And if you're cautious about love, you're never going to find it. But that's the whole thing. Is sometimes it works, Chris, and sometimes it doesn't. True. And that's what faith is. Having it's going to work or it's not going to work. Putting time into it, not putting time into it. Faith. You got to do the work. How you look into it. Yeah. But some people don't in, in their relationship, you know? Anyways, whoever it is. If anybody wants to sign up for a Big Talk podcast uh, relationship counseling, yes. <laughs> Email us, bigtalkcg at gmail.com, and we'll be We'll play nothing but ballads or what? We'll we'll counsel you with ballads. Come on, couples counsel you. Love it. Love it, dude. Hey, can I mention a few things, Chris? Absolutely. There was a band called Danger Danger. Uh, Two of the guys from the band, Mm -hmm. uh, Bruno Ravel and Scott West. Yep. Uh, were backup singers for this album. Yep. So I want to give a heads not to. We haven't even touched Danger Danger, which it'll happen soon. Yeah. And um, I love that band. I love their first two albums. And great band, I thought. But I'm glad they uh, weren't had them maybe in the studio. The guys are hanging out or doing something like that, man. That was cool. Yeah, I think Good that stuff. they were in the studio at the same time. And, you know... That's a lot. What a lot of these guys did. Someone else is in the studio recording or something like that. You know, yeah. Bringing or, a couple people. Or, their you're friends you're or, in LA. I'm in LA. Let's hang out for a mm-hmm. night, drink some beers, chit chat, and stuff like that. And sing some songs. Yeah. Um, Here we go. So, are you, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me talk. This. I'm the king of interruptions. It's okay. This. This is, is track eight. Uh, song and dance, man. This is my favorite song on the album. Almost a little little too personal for me and I love it this is definitely my favorite song and I'll tell you why I think I've said this before years ago I I made a keychain this mm-hmm. was after this album was released and I put on their song and dance man because I don't know it just you know I, I think you may have told this story in our number one episode okay. debut albums I think when we were talking about warrant at yeah my, tell it again at my time of my life this song meant the world to me it was just Super emotional. Uh, I, there were just his lyrics really spoke to me, so I did. I, I got a keychain and it said "Song and Dance Man." Um, 
there was this thing in North Hollywood that the guys are warrant would hang out a little bit. It's called the Fireman's Ball. They would do like a jam session, like on a Wednesday night, Thursday night. I forgot what it was. I showed up one night uh, with my ex-wife, and Janie was there with Bobby Brown. You know, they were like scheduled to play a couple of songs or jam a little midnight. And I went up to him. You know me, dude. I I got to take you my shot. Your, you get your chance. You get your chance. I got to take my shot. So I went up to him and I told Janie, you know, usually what I say, thank you, and your music means a lot to me, and I wanted to show you this. And it was my keychain. And he just automatically was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you love that song. And, you know, he ran over to Bobby, who was, like, hanging out in the one of the booths and said, you know, showed him there. And I was like, hey, motherfucker, you took my keys, man. How am I going to get home? So I followed him, you know, to it and got my keys back. But I, at least I had a moment with him. Yeah. And I showed him how much I loved this song, Song and Dance Man. So, yes, it does mean. Don't call me Song and Dance Man now, but just know that this song is very emotional to me, and I love it. Very inspirational and has taken me out of some dark spots of my life that I feel good about myself. There have been some dark places, and I usually don't let myself dwell in them too long because songs like this usually uplift me, and I know what I what I can do, what's what's out there. So, and there's no, I do love the song. There's no better compliment you can give a songwriter or an artist of any kind, of any medium, that it brings someone to such emotion or can change just their whole outlook on things. It can, like you had said, take you from such a dark place and help lift you out and give you the courage and, you know, to do that. And there's no other compliment that's better than you could give a songwriter or an artist or anybody, really, in this world. Exactly. Uh, so kudos to Janie and the boys. Let's go. Next song. Number nine. You're the only hell. Your mama in a raise, baby. <laughs> this almost sounds like a cover, man. You know, like some type of. This is a fun one. This is a it fun is. one. This is a fun song. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, deep cut from the deeps. Man, great, dude. Love this so, song. It's fun. During this album cycle, the guys warrant. This was the tour, Chris. Warrant, Firehouse, and Trickster. They decided to group up. And hit the road. And their their name of their uh, tour was Blood, Sweat, and Beers Tour. Oh, yes. And, you know, they, they tore it up. They said that 90% of the time that they went out, they sold out the arena or the or small, the large theater that they were hanging out at. And I was, like, very happy because Trickster at the time, I believe, was their, still on their first album. Loved them. Great. Firehouse. What I still don't like Firehouse, so blah blah blah. I didn't go to this tour, but I knew Warrant was on there, and I think they played Santa Monica, if I'm correct. And uh, I didn't get to go, but I remember that tour, and I definitely wanted to go. But it was definitely, I heard it was definitely a very good tour. It was fun. Um, at the at the encore for Warrant, they all came out together and did "Fight for Your Right to Party," so that was kind of like a fun oh, song fun. they kind of did. But I remember that tour. And they were saying that, man, that was a great tour for everybody, all bands. Everybody, you know, everybody sold shirts. Everybody sold, you know, records and that kind of stuff. So that was one of the more popular uh, tours that Warren did on this Cherry Pie. So that was cool. Uh, You know, very tongue-in-cheek song. Love it. If you want it, Chris, I'm ready to move on, baby. All right, baby. 
Uh, I said everything I wanted to say about the song. It's just a little fun one right here. I love yeah. the, uh, the You're the Only Hell Your Mom Ever Raised. I love it. Uh, you know what? I just, I'm just kind of looking here. Susie. They brought up Susie again in the song. <laughs> so I wonder if that's somebody that somebody knows or if that's just a name that he decided. She, is, is she, her name's mentioned in here twice. Susie sneaks out all the time and Snoozy was always coy. So I don't know, man. Maybe. Let's go. Maybe it's Bo Hill's daughter. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This is another one of those songs, Chris, which I definitely love. Mr. Rainmaker. What can I say, dude? It's just kick-ass, emotional song that I definitely love. You so, can yeah, say whatever you, you can want. tell, man. I definitely love this album. Mm-hmm. A lot of great songs, a lot of fun. Uh, it isn't over yet, guys. So we got still a couple more songs. We got some bonus tracks for you. This is definitely a fun album. Totally excited. Totally love it. And I, like I said, I love this song too, man. I love, you know, I, I love kind of, you know, looking at lyrics, kind of trying to figure out. And, you know, the first thing he kind of says there when he busts right out into the chorus is, Mr. Rainmaker, don't waste your time. I found a girl who is permanent sunshine. You find someone that can bring that life and beauty into your life, a partner in anywhere, a podcast co-host, someone at work, your wife, your husband, you know, sometimes your child, child come into your life. Uh, so this song can mean so many things to different people and it sounds like you know it's kind of meant that way you know he wrote it kind of specific but ambiguous at the same time so this is I'm sure this song means a lot of things to a lot of people and man it's great great chorus love it Let's yeah go. definitely on the great chorus man definitely great song man I, I there's not a lot I can say negative about this man it's just, if they play it live I'm usually singing and singing loud. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. Now, you want to bring me the next song? Yeah, if you want me to. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. You know, I usually... I love covers. When I heard this, I knew it was a cover. I wasn't thrilled that they put it on the album. Like... Give me an original song. Uh-huh. Don't give me this. But maybe they needed to. You know, maybe they were feeling it. Maybe it's a groove they had. And what do you think about this cover? It's a it's a Blackfoot yeah. cover. Great. It's all right. I mean, maybe we could go Rainmaker as the closer. It's towards the. I mean, something. Mama, you're, you're the only hell your mom ever raised. Maybe that one. I'm not really thrilled with this being the closing track. Um. Obviously, it's a cover, so it's going to be different than a song written by Janie Lane. So I kind of want that. This is our song to kind of close out the album. It's all right. It's okay. It's it's at the bottom end of the songs for me oh, yeah. on this album. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the bottom end. Yeah, I, I definitely can agree with you on that one. If this was not like, put it, there's other songs that we're going to play right now that I would rather flip for this song. So let's flip right now, man. Give me the next song. Okay. We got one song here. Let's go. This is actually uh, song 12. It's the last one on the album. And it's called Ode to Tipper Gore. By the way, that last song was called Train Train. Um, Ode to Tipper Gore. 
Let's just throw a bunch of curses in here. Yeah. And, and uh, let's get a sticker so we can get two million. That's right. We need a two million dollars or two million copy sticker, and that's exactly what they got here. Isn't this at four million now? Isn't um, this album at four million now? I'm, I'm gonna have to check. Um, but uh, last numbers I have is two, but uh, I'll see what I can find. Okay. This I thought was okay. I just didn't think they needed it. But I couldn't agree with I you more. I think they wanted to put a big fuck you because uh, the PMRC stickers were really big at this time. And they wanted to, you know, put it on there. All right. Um, this is sorry to interrupt. But yeah, it's still at two million. Okay. This is a bonus track called Game of War. Chris, you know anything about this one? I do. It was uh, on a soundtrack. Yeah. And I will tell you which soundtrack it was on. It was on Bill and Ted. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You know, it was in the movie, but it not wasn't. On, yeah. But not on the actual soundtrack. Yeah. They had like three or four songs that were in the movie that weren't on the soundtrack. Yeah. And, uh, do you know this is where I first heard Extreme? Yes. Come, like that come little, out and play, I think, is, yeah, is not like the song. That, from, like that little noodle. Yeah. That's during that movie when the, the whole inside the mall, right? Yes. When they're yes. like on the ice rink and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is under bonus tracks. This is called Game of War. Uh, it's a demo. I kind of loved it because Warren, I, I heard about Bill and Ted. I knew Warren had a song on there. So I was excited to see the movie. And I, when I saw the movie, I loved it. I thought it was funny, totally great, totally different. And then when I bought the soundtrack, I was upset that Warrants was not on there. Yeah, that's... And it kind of like, ah, oh, you guys fuckers, you know, blah, blah, blah. You get me off. Well, didn't you look at the track listing first? Or you just were like, I got it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. You that's, assumed. I assumed. Yeah. Ah, damn yeah. You, um, but Damn you and your medieval ways. <laughs> But I have to say, I do like this song. I think it's great. I think it's fun. Um, not a super hit, but I do like the groove of it. I do like his lyrics. And I like that Game of War. Love is a game of war. And that's what it is. Um, same thing. These guys talk about love, sex, drugs, stories. And, you know, if, if anybody's ever been in love, you know, sometimes love is a game of war. Where sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So... Enough said about that. And Warren's Game of War. Moving to the next one, Chris. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is also from another soundtrack uh, called Gladiator. It's with a Cuba Gooding Jr. He was uh, It was a boxing movie, kind of a boxing movie. And uh, definitely Warren was on this soundtrack. Mm -hmm. They had two songs. Are we playing the last one? Yeah, we got... No, no. Okay, this is the only one. They did have another song on they, the soundtrack. Okay. We're just playing this one. So now. they, this is the power. Um, it was on the Gladiator soundtrack, and the second song was, uh, "We Will Rock You." We will rock you. It was a Queen cover. It was a Queen. Cover. It was a Queen cover, but it was done so different than the way Queen does it. I actually do like that cover. Some people are like you can't cover Queen. Man, it was actually a pretty good cover. It's totally different. Ribbon guitar solo. I love that song. As a matter of fact, I. Remember this movie when it came out. I actually kind of like this movie. I thought it was really well done. It has um, it did uh, Tom Dennehy, Dennehy, the guy yes. that played um, the uh, antagonist part in uh, Rambo: First Blood. The sheriff, he's in it, and uh, 
a good movie, dude. It's actually yeah. pretty good. It's a pretty decent movie. If you guys get a chance, it's called The Gladiator. Uh, or Gladiator, not The Gladiator. Gladiator. Uh, check it out. It's kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of good fun stuff on it. Um, and that. All right, Chris, bring me to the last song. We'll talk about Let's it. Let's go. This is a hidden track, guys. It's called Thin Disguise. I absolutely love this song. It was on their greatest hits. This is on the bonus for Cherry Pie. Um, and what can I say? I think this is a great song, and it would have been a great single, too, if they added Definitely. it to an album. Um, I, It's just another relationship song saying sometimes you just lose interest and and the other person starts putting the disguise on to say I love you or I need to get out of here type of thing. Uh, love it. I, I can't express how much I love this song. I put it on it's on heavy rotation under my favorites in my Spotify mixes if you ever can find those. But I love it. Thank you Janie for writing it. Thank you Warren for making it. Thin Disguise if you ever find it. Greatest Hits uh, cherry pie bonus songs. It's about three minutes and sixteen. Real quick, real fun, real good. Love it. Mid tempo. I love this song. Chris, anything to add to this? Um, you said everything that could be said. Yeah, you know, it's a relationship song about sometimes having to fake who you are in moments of the end or in the moments when things aren't working. Uh, but it's a thin disguise. You can't hide who you really are and your real emotions and your real thoughts of what's going on. And that's what the song is about. Great song. It was on their greatest hits album, like you said. And you can just go on Spotify. You can find it. Or you can just come back and listen to this episode again and just wait to the end and listen to it again <laughs> on the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Hell yeah. Let me tell you something else. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram. At Big Talk Podcast. God damn it, I messed it up. Let's start over again. <laughs> the Big Talk Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. At BigTalkCG.podcast. Big Talk... Uh, God damn it, dude. I'm just messing this up today. You know what? Forget it. We're on YouTube and Facebook. The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. That's Greg with three Gs, one in the front, two in the back. Take it out, dude. I'm a disaster. Hell yeah. <laughs> Once again, guys, thank you for staying with us. This is definitely one of mine and Chris's favorite bands, favorite albums. We definitely love doing this for you guys. Come back, watch, subscribe. Do whatever you need to do to check this out. And also, tell a friend. Warrant. Big talk with Chris and Greg. See ya. Woo, sing it, Janie. <laughs>